Welcome back, one and all, to Foss and Crafts Theatre. Today we're joined by special guest performers Frankie and Kate. We're very excited to present the What Goblin Saga as a series. Beneath the fantasy facade of this storyline, we explore some topics true to the overarching themes of Foss and Crafts. And so we begin at Chapter 1. What are goblins? Well, I'm not going to spoil it for you, other than to say that as the trope goes, our goblins are a bit different, but maybe even more different than most. But here I am prattling on at length as the curtains rise and the stage is set. So without further ado, on with the show! Hello. So we are joined here with a, a couple of friends uh, to play an actual play called uh, "We Are uh, Called uh, What Are Goblins," um, and we're using the freeform universal system that we described in our previous episode about narrative RPGs. In this particular scenario, uh, what we're doing is we are the setting is kind of a standard Tolkien-esque fantasy type universe, and the characters are goblins. Um, in this universe, goblins tend to get into a lot of trouble, are kind of scrappy, many don't live very long, many of them are hunters or fighters, but that's not necessarily the only thing. Uh, some of them are shopkeepers or work various jobs about town. Uh, nonetheless, there's a bunch of other species around, humans, elves, dwarves, halflings, like kind of standard fantasy stuff, uh, and also different kinds of monsters ranging all the way from clockwork bats made from some wizard to straight-up fire-breathing dragons guarding piles of gold. So what's unusual here is the players are call are what are called the what goblins. Uh, normally, goblins emerge fully formed from a cocoon with a base amount of knowledge, skills, and basic language, and yell, "We are goblins!" However, the the goblins that the players are playing as, uh, instead, when they emerged from their cocoons uh, in the back of the cave, they all yelled. What are goblins? And the other goblins seem to think that that was very funny, and ever since then called them the what goblins. So with that background, uh, let's get into introducing the characters. So let's start with Kate. All right, so uh, I'm Kate, and today I'm going to be playing a grandmotherly eco-terrorist called Wika. And uh, I guess I'm about a year old, which is uh, elderly by the what goblin standards. Um, <laughs> But uh, let's see, my my motivation is protect Mash, uh, who you will meet later. And um, I'm very angry at those who take advantage of us and uh, disparage us, the wet goblins in the planet. And so I've been working some odd jobs uh, to fund my eco-terrorism. And I try to keep the unsavories away. Um, but, uh, you know, that's that's pretty much it. I, I'm my flaw is that I'm weary of the world. I am um, uh, have very low opinions of people for the most part. Um, and so that can get me into trouble. OK, great. Um, Morgan. Uh, Morgan, I am playing a character named Gita, who is a goblin blacksmith. Um, she really feels the need to either prove or disprove the whole what goblin uh, question, and she gets a bit touchy about that subject. Uh, she's very crafty. Um, 
and she supplies tools for uh, for Wika's eco-terrorism group. Uh, and her flaw is strong, but brittle. Okay, great. And Frankie? Uh, my character's name is Mash. Uh, I'm an animal breeder and fighter, or rather, I guess I breed animals for the purposes of fighting them, or just because. Uh, specifically rats, but I've got big aspirations. Um, and think of uh, life or intelligent life as relate, you know, relative to goblins as like the greatest resource. And so we should make more of it and experiment with it. Um, my motivation <laughs> is to maximize all the possibilities. Um, I try to make friends with everybody, have trouble distinguishing between species. Um, and uh, just like the idea of mixing and matching anything possible. My function in the group is I'm inadvertently recruiting um, terrorists to uh Wika's terror cell um, by making friends with them and try to introduce her. And my main flaw is I have zero assessment skills. Okay, great. Uh, all right. So um, let's get into things. So why don't why don't we start off by getting a sense of what you all have been doing over the last week in general, and also specifically what you were doing yesterday before you woke up this morning. So, uh, Kate, why don't you give us uh, um, some sort of sense of what you've been doing throughout the last week? Okay, um, let's see. Uh, my cart broke down, so I've been spending a lot of time trying to fix it, and it's been really frustrating. Uh, <laughs> I've been doing some odd jobs. Uh, people have learned that I have some of these handy skills. So, sorry, can I ask questions about the background? Yes, absolutely. Um, okay. So, do we know a lot of other people already, or is it just the three of us? So, are they pretty isolated? Yeah. So, you're, you're, you basically live in a pack of goblins. There are a bunch of other goblins okay. here who are not the what goblins that live with you in okay. the cave. Uh, and so, you can communicate with them. Um, they, they all seem a little bit off and different from you in some ways, but you can definitely communicate with them. Okay. All right. So I haven't always gotten along with the other goblins, but um, they, you know, have seen that I can do odd jobs. So I've been uh, fixing up my own cart, fixing up, you know, um, uh, like, I think I re-roofed a house uh, last week. You know, stuff like that. Um, just whatever I can find, pretty much. Okay. Um, and what about you, Gita? Uh, what have you been up to in the last week? Um, well, I've been smithing a lot of tools. Um, I Yesterday, I'm, I worked on a new axle for uh, Wika's broken cart um, to help her out. Um, and... I guess the other goblins just keep asking for a bunch of weapons because they're mostly warriors, and I really kind of wish that I could work on more interesting things. Swords are really easy to make. Okay, great. And Mash? Uh, I, I've been trying to find people to, like, play with my, my rats and stuff and help me, like, get other types of things that might like mating or fighting with each other. And I met this really cool friend who um, like, I tried to see if he wanted to fight a whole bunch of rats at once. And, and then he beat me up when I asked him. So I think that means we're like friends forever now. So I've been okay. just resting. Yeah. Cause that was kind of tiring, you know? 
Okay, great. Um, so this morning, uh, you 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 all wake up from your various parts of the goblin caves that you live in, and uh, you you see that there are a couple of uh, kind of battle weary looking goblins that are coming in. Uh, looking exhausted and kind of uh, gabbering about this and that. Uh, does do any of you want to kind of approach and find out what they're what they're talking about? Sure. <laughs> also, uh, are, uh, are we doing voices, <laughs> or I worry that it's if I try to do a voice, it'll come across very tinny and horrible on these speakers. You can you can absolutely uh, do a voice. You could test a voice right now, and we can see if it would work out if you'd like, and then uh, we can assess from there. Would you like to try real quick? Sure. Uh- Let's see. Okay. Um. Yeah. Does this sound too weird? Like, does it? Can you understand what I'm saying? Is stuff? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds great. Okay. It sounds great. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, it sounds like Mash. You'd like to go and uh, talk to one of the warriors, right? Yeah. Hi, guys. What's happening? You have a good oh, day. Well, uh, not so great. We've been, we've been out in the forest. They've been tearing down trees. In our new stash of various little... Uh, we've been trying to get all the little... The chests that have, have cool things around and create a big treasure pile. But then a bunch of other... Uh, a bunch of... A couple of humans uh, led by a dwarf came in and just wiped a bunch of us out of there. And they just took, like, everything. And they just started uh, clearing out trees. And it was... It was really scary, and about three of them died. Can I just say how typical that is? I mean, really. I mean, <laughs> the Terry nut trees. Ugh. Yep. So, uh, uh, Kate, uh, so, or, or Wika, um, I'm assuming you're nearby. Uh, I'll actually give you a fate point if, uh, um, if this ends up setting you off, because I'm assuming it's going to, because uh, this seems like right up your alley of things that would make you really enraged. Oh, yes. I am very enraged right now. <laughs> okay. All right. So, uh, so do you, do you, do you come storming into the conversation basically? Yes. Yes, they do. Okay. So are you, are you going to be trying to ask them to try to find out more information about this or what's your current tactic? Um, let's see. Yeah, I think, I think I want to, I want to know if it sounds like the dwarf that I've heard of before. It, this like human this human group dwarf thing. I, I think I've I think I've seen what they've done before and I'm trying to figure out if it's them. Okay, so um here's your first chance to do a roll. Um since you are you have a, the descriptor of grandmotherly goblin and you've been around a while. Uh and also uh because you are an eco-terrorist which has this right up your alley, I would say it would normally be a one difficulty, but since you've got two in your favor, that actually puts you one to your advantage. So you can roll two die and take the best one. All right, I got a six as the best. Oh, one. whoa, okay. Not only do you, have you heard of these all before, these 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 characters before, but you've been tracking them and have actually got like notes basically on them. Uh, so from your notes, uh, you know that uh, the the head dwarf here is uh, um, Nilas Pactelm, who is some sort of battle mage, like basically, you know, carries around some sort of battle axe, but it doesn't look like he primarily just fights with that. He seems to use all sorts of strange magic that you haven't seen 
anyone else in this realm used before. Uh, and it's really weird and kind of annoying that way. You see other characters just kind of rotate in and out who are sometimes elves, sometimes halflings, sometimes humans, but usually city dwellers um, who end up coming with him on quests. But sometimes he goes alone uh, um, and he carries around a bunch of really strange equipment, especially this really alluring looking uh, book, uh, which he always has strapped to him. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, let's see. Hmm. Okay, I don't know what to do next. Okay, well, any any one of you can provide suggestions of what you'd like to do next, uh, but why don't we actually hop over to uh, Gita, because Gita hasn't done anything yet. Where are you? Are you overhearing this, or are you working off in some other area of the cave, or what are you doing? I don't think I'm overhearing it, because I think I am uh, working, so there's too much okay. noise. There's too much noise. All right, great. Um, so, so... Uh, Wika, uh, so Wika or Mash, uh, either one of you could choose if you're if you're riled up enough about this to try to um, gather other people to go investigate or um, or what have you. Uh, what 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 kind of strategy would you like to perform at this point? I mean, that all sounds really cool. It sounds like maybe they found a really good cave to like put their stuff in and hang out in, and maybe they want us to like go with them and we could all move together. Okay, great. So, um, Mash, I'm actually going to compel you, if you, uh, if you're willing to take it, to say that um, it strikes me that as uh, someone who ends up, uh, who's so excited about making friends with everyone and trying to kind of mix, mix and match and recruit people into the activities, it strikes you that a person who knows a lot about items, such as uh, Gita, would be perfect to loop into this scenario. So even though she's a blacksmith over there working on stuff, it might be really great to pull her in. So so I'll give you a, a foo point if you're willing to go over and try to excitedly pull her into this whole scenario. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, G- Gita! Okay. Hey, hey, Gita! Um, <laughs> uh, you like stuff, and there's some guys that, like, took some stuff, so we could all go get more stuff together with the guys and stuff. What are uh, you talking about? There, uh, we what got stuff? you. Yeah, what did the guy say about all the, uh, you know, the cave and stuff? in the pile so so actually this is this is something that is very relevant is that one of the things that happens to goblins sometimes is uh or that you found happens to goblins and it seems to happen to the other goblins even more than you but sometimes when you're trying to think through and assemble a sufficient amount of thoughts uh your head starts to hurt all the way up into the point where it feels like there's some pressure and then the thought just disappears and you can't actually remember what exactly it was. So um, at this point, I'll give you another point, which will leave you rolling in the points at this point. If at this point you have one of those headaches, but remember that uh, Wika actually has the rest of the information that's relevant to this. That sounds perfect. And also just sounds like an actual description of me. So yeah. (laughs) Okay. I think if we, okay. we get, ow, my head hurts. I think, I think we can knows ask her. Maybe. Okay, let's go find Wika. All right. Uh, well. And then we go find Wika. So Wika, I'm assuming you're not hard to find because you're probably stomping mad at this point. Yeah. Uh, with the, uh, um, with hearing about the uh, the destruction of the forest over in the other area. 
Yeah, I've, I've, I've been pacing. I've been trying to keep myself, you know, together. I don't know. It's been difficult. Okay. Um, so, so you all, you all can find each other. So, uh, Wika, Mashir said some stuff about some guys and some stuff and some things that I would be interested in, but I have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. There's this, there's this book. All right. And I don't know exactly what it does, but I do know that it is highly correlated with the destruction of the forest around here. And we need to stop it. Okay. I'm in. Okay. All right. Great. So um, you know exactly where it is because the goblin can actually, you know, pinpoint you. It's not actually very far away. So if you'd like, you can gather whatever equipment you want and go over. Or what kind of strategy would you like to try to get some other goblins involved in this? Or what's your plan before you go over and and try to deal with it? Because they're they're presumably they were still at it this morning when the other goblins came back. I would like to bring some weapons of some sort. Okay. Uh, would you like to try to actually craft some weapons that seem particularly relevant to this uh, um, this scenario or go check out your stash of things that you've made recently? Yeah, I feel like I would likely have a pretty good stash of weapons in my shop. Okay. I feel like some um, are already made. I feel like some traps might be helpful. Like we could set down some traps. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, I'm, I think that uh, let's do two separate rolls. And I think you can roll uh, um, roll for, for the weapons. I think you can roll three and take the best of the three. And for the traps, you can roll two and take the best of the two. Because this is kind of the thing that you do. Okay. So I got a six. Okay, and that was... For the uh, weapons. That's on the weapons. Okay, so you have um, a strong assortment of weapons. Uh, um, They can be... um, And you can have... uh, Basically, um, each one of you is outfitted with about as good of a weapon as you make. Um, And one of them Mm -hmm. can be slightly magical from something that you found recently um, that uh, and uh, we'll see whether or not you one of the items from the traps also happens to be slightly magical. But what kind of weapons do you have here and what is the magical item that you appropriated into one of the weapons? Okay, so I feel like I would have lots of swords because, as I said, the other goblins keep asking for swords um, on hand. Does that mean that the special one would be the one that is not a sword in that case? Yeah, I, w- I was thinking that I made a, um, I, I found whatever this special material is, and I used it to make a blacksmith's hammer for myself. Okay. All right. So um, why don't we say that uh, this this item that you happen to find, I'll give you some freedom as in terms of what magical property you'd like to be able to tie into this. Do you, um, since you rolled so well, do you have any idea of what special property this hammer has? Mm-hmm. Um, I think... I have a suggestion if you'd like one. I'll hear your suggestion. I also have an idea. Okay, my suggestion is that you're able to activate it to get it red hot while you're on the road 
and also get whatever item you're working with thus hot as well so that you can actually do on-the-road blacksmithing. That is an excellent idea. I will take that idea. Okay, great. So um, I don't now, need a separate forge? No, you don't. Um, now, you can roll for the traps. Uh, so, so why don't you roll two for the traps, and then let's find... Uh, and then, if uh, Frankie, if you want to help with some of the trap ideas, I think that would be a good idea, because you're probably a supplier of trap ideas. Yeah, that sounds... Uh... I got a four on the traps. You got a four. Okay, so you've got traps... There, none of them are magical, but they are mm -hmm. traps. Um, so, so what kind of traps do you think that you have on hand? And uh, um, Morgan, you can supply one. Uh, Frankie, if you want to supply one. And uh, even Kate, if you would like to supply one, uh, if you have something on hand. Uh, but let's go with Morgan first. Do you have anything that in particular that you think that you would like? Um, I mean, kind of the basic trap for uh, for forest things is like... A trip wire and then a net falls down on people right okay yeah so you've got one of those you've got a, a classic net trap kit um and frankie what what do you think that you is a good kind of trap that you would like to see in this kit i'm thinking like one of those those uh boxes that well i don't know how big this would have to be but like a box that you would put like food in it has a little stick holding it up and then it <laughs> okay so something that's probably not going to capture a human but feels like the best trap for you personally to want to have on hand basically yeah like i would try to make it as big as i can because i want to get bigger and bigger things but yeah i probably would okay. not get something too much bigger than me if i could even carry okay, that you've You've got a fold-up box, basically, and a stick. Exactly. That you can use for trapping <laughs> things. Okay, sounds great. Uh, Maybe and, some bait. Yes. Um, and Wika, what do you what what kind of trap do you want? Mm, I feel like I've been I've been working on explosives in my spare time, but um, I don't necessarily have anything put together yet. But I might have some raw explosive material. Okay, so why don't we actually give you an opportunity for um, you and Morgan to basically try to combine skills to try to make some explosives to bring from the materials you have on hand. And I'll let you roll for it, Kate. Okay. Um, by um, And I think that with your skills to combine, like making explosives is not easy. But with your skills combined, mm -hmm. I think it's, it's, it's reasonable to say that you can roll two and take the best of two. Okay. All right. The best is a four. Okay, so you've got some explosives. They're not particularly special, but they should probably work okay. They're about like standard level of reliability goblin explosives, basically, um, with that level of asterisk. Um, but they they should they should do the job. Um, okay, all right, great. So you've got your materials. Um, uh, is anything is there anything else that any of you want to bring with you? Uh, I mean, because I, I imagine. Uh, Mash, I imagine that you would probably want to bring some sort of animal with you. Is that about right? Uh, yeah, I was thinking, you know, maybe my favorite rat, like a really gnarly old one on like a little <laughs> rope leash. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, I think we should, what we should roll on is to find out how well trained this rat is. <laughs> um, it, and I, I think here you've actually got a really good chance of uh, rolling well. So roll three and take the best of three. Uh, that would be a five. Okay. Um, so you've definitely got uh, you've got that rat. Uh, it's 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 really it's reason it's a very well trained rat. Um, 
and uh, uh, but but that's about it. Um, oh, also, I just realized, um, Kate, you said you got a four. Uh, so I forgot that four is yes, but it's not yes. So that actually means that there is a caveat with this. It's more gobliny of an explosion than we expected. So, uh, okay, it's not just standard level of explosive. It's you've got all the pieces. It's just that you that fuse just is not sticking in there at the moment. But you're you're pretty sure you can tie get it to stay when you when the appropriate time comes. Got it. Okay, great. All right, so you're all equipped. Um, are you going out just the three of you or are you bringing anyone else with you? I mean, I think it's fine if you want to just go the three of you, but if you want to bring a, uh, a, a red shirt with you effectively, that's totally fine too. I could ask my, uh, my best friend of the whole world who just beat the crap out of me the other day. <laughs> okay. How about not? <laughs> I feel like this is something you would ask and I'm going to let you roll one die and just take it as is. I rolled a one. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay. Not only did they not want to come, uh, they gave what you think is a friendly pounding before you leave. So you are <laughs> not overly injured, but probably more injured than you should be for leaving on this journey. But you think it's all in good fun. It hurts a lot. I think that's really good luck. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, uh, okay, so you you go off uh, with your lucky bruises, and the three of you go out, uh, um, I'm assuming, and uh, so are you just heading straight for the woods? Or are you trying to basically stick to the bushes, or what are you planning on doing? Um, I feel like uh, MASH is always going up ahead, and we can't really... We don't, we don't, we don't know where Mash is going, but we're just kind of following. <laughs> okay, that sounds very, very likely. Mash doesn't what, what know where Mash is going either. <laughs> so, so, so we're following the person who has no direction. Um, yes. Uh, in fact, I will give you all fate points if we have Mash go completely run off in the lead. And uh, and okay. uh, uh, and you all are trying to find Mash as Mash kicks off whatever is about to happen here. Uh, does that sound good to you all? Yeah, it sounds good. Sounds perfect. Sure. Okay. All right. So so Mash, you are employing your clever tactics. Um, I'd like you to work with me to create. Help me find out what clever and please help it be clever in air quotes tactics are that you're employing here. Um, I'm thinking uh, I'm going to get something shiny because I remember they said something about they took a bunch of cool stuff and I'm going to have my little rat sniff it and see and, and then point and be like, all right, rat, who who I need a name for. I'll think of that in a moment. Um, <laughs> go find. I'll just name him rat because he's the best rat and uh, he'll he'll go find more mm. of the shiny stuff. OK, this is perfect. So you sneak up. And you are hiding in the bushes. You release Rat. It's 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 Rat the Rat. Is that right? Yes. Okay. You release Rat the Rat, and Rat squeaks a little confident squeak, runs over, and you see the group of the dwarf and the humans, and the Rat runs and scurries up right 
on the belt loop of the dwarf and is holding onto the uh, like the clasp of the book and is actually trying to unclasp it right now. <laughs> oh Jesus! Okay, um, so uh, would I? I think here um, uh, I'm gonna have uh, um, uh, Kate and Morgan. You two are coming up on the scene. Uh, and and are bearing witness to this as uh, um, as this rat has already climbed on the dwarf. The dwarf has not noticed yet, but the rat is going to try to make an attempt. Um, uh, so actually, actually, you know what? You haven't made it there yet necessarily. Uh, Morgan and Kate, I'm going to have you both roll one uh, um, two die and take the best of two to see whether or not you've managed to catch up to with Frankie because Frank because uh, Mash is not very subtle. I'm assuming, but you are having to catch up. I got a three. I got a five. Okay. Uh, all right. That means, uh, Gita, you're in the lead as in terms of catching up. You have just now caught up with Frankie. Uh, uh, Wika, you have not caught up yet, uh, but you just saw that Gita has now actually just is just approaching MASH uh, right now. As MASH, I'm going to have you roll for your rat for it's an attempt to be able to unclasp this uh, book right from the uh, um, right from the belt loop, uh, are you ready to go? Oh yeah. Okay, um, you're a pretty good animal breeder, but this is not this is not an easy scenario right here. Um, so I'm gonna have you just I'm gonna have you roll. Uh, um, so you can make a choice now. Uh, you can roll two and take the worst of two or you can spend a foo point to roll it at just one and, and get that thing all as is uh off the bat what, what would you like to do i'll uh, roll two and take the worst of two okay all right um so there is so roll two and let's see what did you get a three okay so no that means the rat does not manage to un unclasp the uh, uh, um, the belt loop, but you do manage to uh, gain uh, the uh, you do manage to actually it does manage to distract the dwarf enough to open up a move from uh, um, uh, Wika and uh, Gita. So Wika and Gita, you have the advantage because the uh, um, the dwarf is distracted by this rat. So what would you like to do? Is it too gruesome of me to just try and hit him with the uh, hammer that gets heated up to the heat of a board? Uh, it's not. Uh, you can absolutely do that. Um, and uh, uh, are you? would you like to, to try to do the same thing, Kate? Or like as in terms of do a co-ambush? Or you, would you like to do something different in this in this move? So or maybe I, take on one of the humans while I take on the door. Ooh, I like that. I like that. So I feel like I've been kind of like hobbling along because of my young yet elderly self. And uh, and also I've been getting really angry and that debilitates me, right? Like it makes my brain shut down in a very goblin-y way. So I, I'm trying to stay calm, um, but I'm very slow. But I'm going to try to set up my explosive device uh, for where the humans are. Um, oh, okay. Sounds good. Um, so why don't we have 
Uh, so why don't you? We have both of you basically doing your moves simultaneously. Where um, uh, Morgan is going to basically strike at the dwarf at the same time that uh, that uh, Kate sets off the bomb, basically, or I should say, Gita and, and Wika. Um, so mm -hmm. uh, are you ready, ready to both roll? Uh, so I'm going to say, Morgan, you get to roll. You have the element of surprise. And you are a blacksmith. And you're strong but brittle. You have three going for you here, but this is also a pretty tough dwarf. So that reduces it by uh, one. So you get to roll two and take the best of two. Uh, do you want to do that? Okay. want to do your roll first? Yep. Five. Okay. Um, and I'll note, you can also spend a foo point to increase it by one if you really want to hit a good critical hit right here. Yeah, sure. Uh, we'll we'll resolve what that actually happens with that in just a moment because I want these actions to be simultaneous. Uh, Kate, you are like so set up for this. You get to roll uh, three and take the best of three. Three. Okay. Would you like to spend a, a foo point to increase your roll, or would you like to uh, um, accept that as is? I think I'll accept that as is. So I'm I'm trying to put together this explosive and throw it at the humans. Okay. So, um, here's what is, so here's what ends up happening. Morgan or Gita, you end up managing to sneak up and, uh, um, and, and, uh, and actually what happens is that Wika has prepared the explosion, has thrown it to blow it up, uh, and uh, um, and it actually does successfully explode, but it manages to roll away a significant amount uh, before it explodes um, so that it doesn't injure the humans, but it actually run has them running off to examine that direction. And, uh, okay, Morgan, what ends up happening with you is that uh, you end up, uh, your hammer heats up you the dwarf is completely distracted by this rat and you manage to hit the perfect strike strong enough to actually just knock him out completely and he actually yells and uh um his body glows the rat pulls off the book right as you strike as it was hanging onto that clasp and the book falls to the ground and the dwarf glows and disappears in a flash of light. Wow, that was a very effective blow. Yes. So, now the book has fallen on the ground, uh, and you all have the opportunity. You could grab the book and just run. The humans have run off in the other direction and don't know what has happened here yet. What would you like to do? You, or you could ch stay and try to actually take on the humans. Can we split the difference, like grab the book and go and hide and look at it before we run a polio away? Sure. Uh, that sounds just fine to me. Um, so who wants to take the lead on... What do you think we and mash? Yeah, so I think... Who wants to take the lead on trying to find a good hidey place? Uh, I can do that. I think I'm, I'm kind of slow, so maybe, uh, maybe Gita should be the one going after the book. 
Okay. Um, mm -hmm. Gita, you can grab um, uh, Gita, you can grab the book, no problem, uh, and pick that up. Excellent. Um, Mash, your rat makes it back to you unharmed. Uh, and uh, uh, Wika, why don't you... Uh, everybody's really distracted, so why don't you roll two and take the best of two to see whether or not you find a good hiding spot for everybody. Five. Okay. So yes, you find a good spot where they're not going to be able to find you at least for about like, it's going to take them at least 15 minutes. So um, it's a basically like a hollowed out tree um, with, uh, and you can actually all hide in there. And there is a hole that you can crawl up inside of the tree so that you can see outside of the tree, but they're not going to be able to see you. Um, so you've got about 15 minutes that you can basically operate within that tree. It's a fairly large trunk. There is actually space for you to comfortably sit inside of there, and there's space for you to be able to peer out. Um, so uh, what would you uh, like to do now that you're uh, all, I'm assuming you've all gone into the tree? Mm -hmm. uh, are we literate? Yeah, I was just about to ask. Um, <laughs> um you are uh, that's a great question uh i feel like the most likely to be literate uh, actually i think we're gonna have you all roll to see how literate you are uh wika and gita you are so you're all what goblins which gives you an increased chance at literacy uh, literacy over other goblins uh for reasons that are not yet disclosed uh and you can uh roll Two to take the best of two. I'm sorry, Mash, you have to roll one and take take it as is. Truly shocking. Uh, can I add a foo point? Oh my god, I got oh, two sixes. <laughs> okay. I got a five. Um, okay. I got a well, four. I, I mean, only one of those sixes counts, but still. Okay. Um, so... So let's, let's resolve these from lowest to highest. So, um... So... Wika, you are literate, but it is very difficult for you. And one of the things that happens when you try to read frequently is that you're reading the words and then you have that brain reset thing happen. And it's very frustrating for you personally. Um, so that like it's you're just on the cusp of understanding the words. Um, Gita uh, and, oh, and Mash, you are you got a five, right? Yeah, I got a five. Okay, that means that you are literate, actually. So you can read just fine. Um, probably because you've been trying to, I presume, be trying to scrounge up whatever manuals you can get to find out how to combine animals in interesting ways. Uh, and uh, um, Gita, not only are you literate, you seem to be unusually hyper-literate for your species. Um, your species is rarely literate, but you seem to be able to read in all sorts of different languages. This is such the proto-Morgan character as an aside. Uh, Morgan... I know! I didn't even try and make this my character at this point. Uh, and aside, Morgan always ends up putting linguist on her character sheet. Almost always. And this time she didn't. And she ends up with the hyper-literate character anyway. But I get this it is anyway. just a fulfillment game for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay great i'm making that a descriptor okay okay so uh am i rolling to see if i understand this book then or do, do i just get it yeah so your descriptor is highly literate so let's let's just describe what happens as you open up the book so i'm assuming you're just going to open it just to see what happens yes. right okay so mm -hmm. you open the book um and it's very strange because unlike any other book you've ever seen um it looks 
It looks as if it should have all these pages, but it actually opens. Um, and for you, the players, you can think about this. Did any of you all watch the Inspector Gadget 80s cartoon? Uh, yes. I don't, I don't think yeah. so. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, it, for those of you who have, it looks super like this Inspector Gadget cartoon, but think more fantasy oriented where there is basically what is a set of almost magical, um, what look like both text, but also like interface interfacey buttons and this is really clear to you Gita like it's clear to you that this is not just a book but actually a book that is a device to be able to perform functions and on the left hand is how you interface and interact with things and on the right hand is a screen but here's what's really wild when you hold the screen up and move it around the room it's almost as if the screen is a window that highlights various objects that you're pointing it at and outlines them in a color and various text shows up about each one of the things that you highlight excellent okay so what uh let's let's see at this point um you can so i'm gonna uh, you you know all that and you can I'm assuming you're going to try to explain that to the rest of your, your like, they're, everybody's probably curious yes. and you're probably just explaining it. So do you want to try to kind of put that in your own words? Uh, okay, so I open it and it takes me a minute to figure it out. And I'm like, okay, so here is the text and this side, let me just, and I press a button. Okay, great. Actually, I'll and... give you a I'll give you a foo point just for touching a button, uh, just as experimentally, <laughs> and to see what happens. Excellent. Um, so, would it be fair can, to say? Can, so, can I declare here, or are you going to tell me what happens when I press a button? Um, I'm going to let you. Here's the amount uh, that I'm going to let have here. You're gonna. I'm going to let you decide what you're pointing it at. But I'm going to say, um, since I'm giving you a point here, uh, it has to be something that's moving and animate in some interesting way can can it be like i'm resting it on my lap as i'm crouched in this tree so it's pointed <laughs> at my legs it's pointed at you oh no okay oh boy oh, uh, no. are, so so actually so that's fine you just said oh no that's not a good thing so uh here's what happens you end up seeing it um, and it selects you, and when it selects you, you suddenly have this feeling that um, there is going to be a follow-up action depending on whatever you select next, but you have to select something next. And uh, when you select that other thing, something interesting is going to happen to you. So now you have to select another animate item and uh, that's, that's moving around doing something interesting. Uh, it could be one of your goblin friends, but you also could choose at this point to not be one of your goblin friends uh, if you'd like. So what would you like to point it at? You can even point it at something outside of the tree if you'd like, like another, like some animal moving around or one of the trees or whatever you want. Can I point it at one of the humans? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Um, so one of the humans has come about. They um, are basically searching around outside, and you pointed at them, and you see a, um, they get highlighted, 
and you see a bar appear above them and you see this much smaller bar for you. And you have this feeling that if you end up decreasing their bar, it'll increase your bar in some delightful way. So you want to do that? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Okay, you do it. Um, so this is, it, it's actually great for you. The human freezes up as if it can't move suddenly. But suddenly you hit a clarity of mind you've never hit before. As if huh. suddenly you can think things and you won't just have that annoying reset effect again. Cool, so I just stole brain power from a human? You stole something. You don't know what yet, but you definitely stole something. <laughs> okay. Um, now, what, what? given this new experience, do you want to describe that to your fellow goblins who are hiding in the tree? Yes. So, guys, you know how, like, when you're trying to think of a thing and you think too hard and then your brain just stops? Yep. You know how annoying uh, that is? I don't really remember, but okay. Turns, <laughs> turns out I just somehow turned that off and everything makes so much sense now. Like, my brain is less foggy than it has been in the past. So you absolutely have the sense that you could repeat this operation if you wanted to for your friends and there are two other humans out there all right yeah let's do this so do i do i just explain the interface to my friends and then they roll or am i doing this for everybody in order to repeat it i'm gonna let you do one roll to do it for your two friends and on the other two humans mm -hmm. Um, and I'm going to let you roll three and take the best of three, uh, assuming your fellow players okay. consent. Sure. Yes. Okay, great. All right. Five. Okay. Uh, yeah, it totally works. That barrier that you've been hitting in your mind just seems to free up for some reason. Uh, when you have that thing where you're trying to think through problems, um, you don't it's not necessarily that you're able to think through all problems, but suddenly you realize that you don't have the reset. You don't forget what it was that you were thinking about at that moment. Guys, we just discovered magical Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So this seems to be a rather interesting device. Um, you have frozen three humans outside. Mm -hmm. Um, you also hear what sounds like it is a group of travelers coming towards this location more urgently. Um, it might not be a good idea to stay around here too long. Uh, what would you like to do? Um, anyone else have ideas? We don't have the cart with us, do we? I mean, not in the tree, obviously. I don't know how we got here. Do we walk? <laughs> I think we walk. I think we walk. I was presuming okay. you were walking. Um, yeah. I feel like there's a good chance that these people might be trying to cut down trees. So I might get in front of the tree mm -hmm. ahead of them in order to protect it. Okay. So we're exposing ourselves then. I think 
to I, I think I am. And then staying to fight. And I'm trying to convince you guys, maybe. Okay. I'm okay with this plan. As as long as we've got our weapons. Okay, you have all your weapons. Um, and we've got newly functioning brains. You do have newly functioning brains. Okay, <laughs> so um, uh, that seem unlocked in some way from, from something previously. Yeah, we just leveled up in the middle of a game. So I am going to say that you can, uh, if you'd like, you'd be able to try to get the advantage of trying to scope out who it is before you end up engaging with them, or you can choose to just go head on. What What's your choice, players? I would always like scope. I mean, naturally, I'd want to go say hi. Yeah, <laughs> you would. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think my character got too angry and didn't stop and think. So I'm the only one who wants to scope, but it seems like I'm outruled. I can inadvertently distract them, though. <laughs> That's true. Okay, so um, uh, so so it sounds like Wika is gonna go full storming out there, um, and uh, Gita, it sounds like you're going to try to try to figure out some sort of other strategic advantage and not necessarily be running out there as well. And match- yeah, I think I'm gonna stay hidden and see what see how this goes down. Okay, um, Mash, I, and what are you doing at this point? Uh, probably walking over to where I hear the noises and yelling, um, Hi, guys! Uh, you want to come play? We found this book. Makes us smart and freezes people, and it's cool. <laughs> it looks fun. Oh, oh no. Okay, um, oh. Gita and Mash, uh, I'm going to both just have you roll one die to see how how well you assess this this, uh, this situation before you storm right into it. Oh no, I rolled a one. Actually oh, rolled a oh, four. Sorry. Or sorry, actually I meant Mash and Wika uh, are the ones I meant to roll. Okay, sorry. so I wasn't supposed to yeah, roll anyway. Yeah, you weren't anyways. supposed to roll. Ooh. Sorry. How, how many um, do I roll? Uh, so it's one, and take it as is. I got a three. Okay. Um, so uh, would you like to spend food points or would you like to just storm on in? It sounds appropriate to your character to storm on in. Uh, but... Uh, um, uh, but it, it, but it, Mash got a four. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Would either of you like to adjust your role or just go with it as is? We can totally go with it as is. I'm good. Yeah, I'm gonna go with it. So, uh, Wika, you don't realize what it is that's happening, but you're so mad that you come in, uh, so at an advantage that you've spooked whoever it is that you're about to engage with. Um, as in, they're trying to, they're immediately going to try to pacify you. Um, and uh, Frankie, or sorry, Mash, this this works out great for you because um, you did see who they were. And the group that it was is, it's actually just one uh, uh, one person backed by what appears to be like a couple of like very small golems that are backing them up that they brought with them. And it is Neelis Pechthelm back apparently from the dead, um, wandering right into this circumstance. And, uh, um, and so you realize that, um, and enough for you to be able to, I'm assuming, I can only assume that your response to this, since you've got a yes, but is to be un inappropriately excited to try to 
recruit this person that you just killed previously. Oh, right. Sorry. Was that the dwarf? Yes, it was a dwarf that you encountered okay, previously. Yeah, is, is that's that the dwarf that okay, I killed. Cool. All right. So, so um, Wika, you come charging in, basically uh, your sword at hand, and the person's going, wait, 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 stop, 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 stop. And uh, um, just in time for you to basically get a, uh, a slash just going over their head that they managed to dodge. And uh, MASH... You excitedly come bounding in, saying, uh, saying like, oh, it's the dwarf or whatever, right? So uh, um, this person's saying, wait, 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 wait. What, what happens here? I'm going to give MASH, I'm going to give you the priority at the moment, as in terms of how you'd want to engage, being excited about this. Okay, sorry, just to be sure, he's the, the guy leading the golems is the dwarf that was just, we thought, killed. Yes, okay, that's right. And, and yeah, I know that I, we still Did I disappear? Like, okay. Uh, oh, okay. I guess you already know about the book. Oh, um, wh- uh, uh, those are cool guys that I have with you. Like, what's, um, what are those? Uh, so, um, Wika, do you continue swinging at him as you see him saying, wait, 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 stop? Or what do you do from here? Um, well, I think I get more enraged because uh, he's the one that's been destroying the trees and things, right? Or at least has been right. Yep, that makes absolute sense. Uh, so you're you're mad and continuing to swing uh, at him. Uh, do you want to? Why don't we? Why don't we give you an attempt to? So I'll I'll give you a point for you to give another swing in on this. Now this time he's a bit better equipped than he was last time. So I'm gonna give you. Uh, um, I think this situation is not to your advantage. So I'm going to roll you, have you roll two die and see what the worst of them are. I got it too. Okay. So you do not manage to attack him. And in fact, the uh, golem are going to try to actually counter and actually trying to step in and try to basically knock you back on your haunches. And I'm going to roll for them. And uh, they, they, do you manage to knock you back, but don't injure you effectively? So you're knocked on the ground. Um, now, I'm going to say, Gita, you are sitting in the bushes or whatever and are observing all of this. I have an idea. You have an idea. Okay. Uh, what would you like to do? Can I point the book at Rat the Rat and then point the book at, uh, at the bad guy? Sure. You absolutely can do that. Genius. Um so I'm gonna uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have you just uh, roll two and take the best of two to see how well this works for you. Six. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, I'm so very excited the, about this. This is great. So um, <laughs> the rat has seems more energetic. And more excited than ever before, and is just racing around Mash's shoulders, just basically running loops. And uh, um, and Gita, you you uh, um, you you also see suddenly the the dwarf slow down and say, "Wait, please, I need to talk to you." As he's slowing down. Okay, can we try talking to him even though he's slowing down? 
yes, he's basically immobilized, and the 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 uh, um, it, it seems like for whatever reason the golems have become mo- immobilized as well. So you've basically immobilized this character, uh, and he's become fairly frozen in in place, uh, but seems desperate to talk, but is only speaking. Um, is basically speaking complete sentences, but there are pauses between being able to speak. Um, so what, so you all have the initiative on this conversation. How, what do you, how do you want to engage this? Well, it it sounds like a good interrogation situation. Yeah, I think, I think Wika Um, has a lot of questions that have been building up over time. Yeah, I think Wika gets first run at questioning. Okay. Uh, Wika, what do you want to say? Well, first, I want to ask, how dare you? (laughs) (laughs) Do you slap him with a glove, too? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) How dare you, sir? Absolutely. You slap slap that dwarf with a glove, and and the dwarf seems genuinely confused and says, How dare I? What? How what? How dare I? I'm confused. Wait, you don't seem like the other goblins. Wait, and uh, and and what do you what do you uh, what do you say at this point? So he he seems confused. He doesn't know what "how dare you" means here. Um. Well, I think I know what he's been doing, and he knows what he's been doing, right? And so I I think that he's just uh, not owning up to what he's been up to in terms of destroying the trees and things. Okay, so are you just basically brandishing your th- sword at him and threatening to cut him down? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think I think I'm I'm not I'm taking this as bluster and I don't believe it. Okay, Gita or Mash, do you want to interfere here? Can I uh, um Well, let's see what Mash wants to do before I do something. Uh, I, I was just gonna in the background maybe try to be pushing the golems around to see if I can manipulate them like their bodies, um, and if I can, <laughs> I want to try to make them kiss. Okay, uh, you seem to the golems seem pretty stuck, but you are able to push them into a position where if they had mouths they would be touching each other, but they're just basically like two statues just like leaned up against each other right now, basically. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Uh, Gita, what do you, uh, it seems like Mash is more concerned with making the golems kiss. So what would you like to do at this point? Um, can I try and, can I be like trying to read from the book while uh, Wika is doing her interrogation? to See if the book can give me more information on what's going on. Um, sure. That's a great idea. Um, so why don't you, why don't you roll two at this point? Since you're highly literate, you have some level advantage to being able to make sense of this. Okay. Ooh, three. Okay. You don't know what all these symbols mean, but you get the sense that... Like, these are words you haven't heard before. Administrator? What does that mean? Administrator? That doesn't make any sense. What What could administrator mean? That's not even a word that you've heard before. Um, and, and actually, I'd say that's something you could just mumble outside, out loud, something like administrator. What does that mean? Or something like that. Yep, I'm mumbling. Administrator? 
What does that even mean? Okay. Uh, um, Wika, I'm going to return to you. You're continuing to interrogate. I'm assuming at this point you're basically yelling, like, you know what you've done, and yelling something about the trees or something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, uh, I've been yelling uh, nothing. I haven't been getting very far in this interrogation. Uh, the dwarf just seems, like, incredibly confused about what I'm talking about. Um, so let's see. Hmm. Maybe I start asking him why, like, why, why were you cutting down the trees? What's going on here? Um, yeah. Okay. I think that you've got this person in such a situation that you can roll three and take the best of three to try to coerce what you'd like out of them. Okay. Uh, five. Okay, great. So um, they they start saying, wait, 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 hold on. The trees? You're upset about the trees? I was just doing some restructuring. We were planning on putting a town in here. Oh, oh, I think, oh, oh my gosh. This is from the update. This is from the update. This, this, you, oh my gosh, you're all, um, and, and this, this sounds really strange to you. Like, I'm going to say there's some words that you're going to hear and understand as players, but not understand as the characters in the game. Something or other about pushing and update the new versions of the goblins. The new versions of the goblins. What? What could that possibly mean here? So uh, there's something having to do with this administrator and you all being the new versions of the goblins that seems highly relevant here, but this is stuff that you've never heard about before in your lives. Um, so what, how, how could that possibly make any sense? So I, I feel... But it, you do actually get a connection that, that this might be something to do with you being the what goblins being an unusual new version of goblins. Mm-hmm. Hell Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... I'm assuming that you as players are putting some things together in your head at this point. Uh, But anyway, go ahead. Sorry, Kate. Um, I feel like I take this as just like another another, you know, thing that the man does, right? These newfangled words that confuse you. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. So it's not making sense to you. Um, I wonder whether or not uh, I'm sorry, but Mash, I feel like this is just too perfect for you based off of uh, stuff that you've written on your, 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 your character about the very idea of being able to breed new versions of, of, of things. Like you get the sense and maximize that this, possibilities. Yeah. yeah, that this has something to do with this person inv- is involved with breeding new versions of people. This is your kindred spirit. <laughs> so while he's saying this, can I be um, kind of looking around behind him? And because as far as my studies have, have shown me, babies come out of rats' butts. So I, I would like to pull down his pants while he's frozen and stare really intently at his butt. And then when he says Absolutely. this, I'll be like, did you say uh, versions? Like, like, are you like making goblins and people and stuff? <sighs> Yes, yes, sort of. Yes, sort of. 
I I don't think you realize what world you're in. I don't think you realize who you are. You're a new thing. You're precious. But this is a very dangerous situation for you to be in. Other administrators will not be excited to find out this event has occurred. That we have a new kind of goblin here that is able to think in new and different ways than other goblins have. I, this is important. I, I'm your ally. Not everyone is going to have your back here. Uh, where, uh, where do uh, babies come from? That's a comp, and and I could could I ask you to please restore some resources to my character? It is very difficult to speak in between all these sentences. It's so slow. So um, can that, I? Yeah. Can I ask? Um, yes. I. W- I will restore your ability to speak if you show me how to do it so that you still can't move. Fine. Absolutely. I I promise. And uh, so do you want to do a check to see how confident you are that he's not going to trick you? Yes. Okay. Um, so you've got the advantage here. You're also very crafty and you've got what do you want on your sheet? You are the perfect person to be able to read uh, mm-hmm. some sort of strange person. So roll three and take the best of three. Five. He will not lie to you. So if he's going to show okay. you how to do it in the interface, he's not going to be lying to you. So, okay. So what you see is um, when there, when you, he's like point, the window at me when it outlines over me select the um click the bar there will be other bars that come up click the bar with the cloud like some tiny clouds making a bigger cloud it's basically a speech bubble thing but you don't know what a speech bubble is um so click on that and then transfer from some other thing such as a squirrel or a a something in the environment that is moving a lot okay how many dice am i rolling here um i'm gonna say at this point uh you've probably got this so just roll three and take the best of three i'm pretty confident that you've got this at this point uh, while this is happening, five. oh, sorry. So that was a five. Five, yes. Okay, all right. Um, so yes, you can absolutely do that. Um, and now let's let's jump to. So that happens, but uh, before we before he says anything else, uh, Mash, what do you, what would you like to do? I just wanted to say that Mash is jumping up and down with increasing excitement as all this is happening, just as a reference to things that are moving a lot. Okay, great, great. Um, that mm-hmm. your your rat rat is jumping up and down oh, with excitement with you on your shoulder. I meant mash, but oh, I see. You're saying rat is jumping with me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The two of yeah. you are jumping around very excitedly. Uh, okay. Rat Gr- is sympathetically jumping with you. Okay. Oh, thank you. Now I can just speak. I can just speak at a normal pace. 
Thank you. I, I can't move. I promise I won't be able to do anything else. Uh, you reallocated resources to my speaking, uh, my, my speaking capabilities effectively. I'm able to speak again at a normal pace. I can't do anything else. Uh, just please, uh, I, I promise I'm I have I have your I have your back. Now Wika, I'm assuming you're still mad though, because this has not explained what's happening with the trees and why he was knocking down the trees. Yeah, I'm still mad. I don't I don't believe this guy, honestly. I mean I'm very skeptical. Okay, so what would you like to do at this point given that skepticism? Um I think I start uh rebuilding my explosives. But, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, but, um, but I'm trying out a new design this time that should hopefully work better. So are you just going to sit there and stare crankily and suspiciously at him while you re- make your, the explosions while you let Mash and uh, Wika, uh, um, or sorry, Mash and Gita take over at this moment? I think so. Yeah. Okay. All right, um, All right. I'm going to let you... You can be bad cop. Yeah, I'm going to let uh, Wika roll to see how well this explosive building is going at the moment. So uh, roll roll two die and take the best of two. Okay. I got a six. Okay, great. Um, not only are you making the explosives and they're going really well, that whole unlocking that happened earlier, you, you're getting a... You, like it's feeling much easier than it's ever been to be able to do this kind of crafting effectively. Um, so, okay. Uh, uh, so uh, who, who would like to go next? Uh, I'm, I'm assuming I, uh, probably Gita, but what, what do you think? Maybe Mash? Yeah. Gita has questions. Okay. Uh, why don't we go forward with you and then we'll switch to Mash. So Gita, what, what would you like to ask? I think I'm going to ask the very obvious question. What are goblins? Okay. This is going to sound a little bit crazy or just unbelievable. You live in a world that is made by another world. There are people living outside that world that walk around in your world for fun. They walk around and do all sorts of things to relax. And so some of the people that you see walking around, especially the humans and the elves and the dwarves, they're there to be... uh, to, to pretend, to make an imaginary world where they can relax and, and have fun. Unfortunately, and this is going to sound really bad, but in the general case, goblins are there to support that world. Sometimes by running shops, sometimes by giving quests for adventurers to go on, and sometimes for being enemies for those adventurers to kill and i know that doesn't sound good but i assure you most of the goblins that have existed actually i think all of the goblins that have existed to up until this point are not thinking in the way that you think they you are very unique 
in the kind of goblins you are. And I was on a team to try to experiment with smarter characters, but it got rolled back. But there were a few updates I pushed out without telling anyone I left them in the world. Yeah, I have no idea how my character would react to this. Um, well, how is this different from just being a goblin coming out of the cave and, and like hanging out outside the cave? Are they just like great, great question? I know a lot of those goblins are your friends and they're great. They, but most of those goblins don't have feelings that really last or make plans and it seems to me that you all have feelings and make plans and have an idea of what you want to do that's very new um that makes you very special have you noticed any difference between yourself and the other goblins yeah i have a yeah the other goblins tease us i have a lot more bruises <laughs> ah, yes. Uh, it would probably be difficult for them to take seriously the kind of actions that you do sometimes. And that's understandable. Again, I'm saying you're very special. But look, I know this is very hard to process. It's okay if you want to take some time to process it. But I'm going to tell you the following thing. The people in the outside world where I'm normally from, the person who connects and is kind of playing this person like they're a puppet, um, might be your friend, but other people from that world might not be your friend. They might be very scared by you existing, especially some people who are also have books like those. So, like, we just have to go find them and, like, meet them so they can be friends? Uh, so you could find them and meet them. They might be too scared to be friends at first. But maybe we could convince them that it's worthwhile for you to be friends. But not everybody's going to want that. Yeah, like, if, uh, if they fight... A lot of rats, and then they get tired, and then they want to be friends. Maybe like that, yes, possibly. Sure. I have a question. Absolutely. Why didn't you die when I killed you? So, not most goblins notice this, but most of the other races that are in this game, um, if they're being played by those outside people, they don't like just dying and the world being over. So they get to come back sometimes. Uh, that's not something that's been given to you as a privilege. How we get that? I want that. Good question. Uh, nothing exists yet to give you that. But I think if we work together... We could give you something like that. So uh, at this point, I think, Wika, you've been quiet for quite a while in observing all this. Uh, I'm, I'm very interested in what your thoughts are on this situation. So I 
feel like I'm just trying to process the idea that people are destroying trees for the fun of it, apparently. Oh, do you <laughs> want to actually say that out loud? <laughs> sure. Okay. Oh, 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 I see what you think is going on here. Not everybody destroys trees for the fun of it. Sometimes that happens. We do allow some areas where where the the player people can destroy trees. But in general, no. We were trying to take this area and everything has a cost here. And so we were trying to take kind of the spirits of those trees and as if it's spirit energy and move it into other things so we could build a village here. But I, my sense is you don't want that to happen. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Nope. I think this is just, I don't know if you've experienced this, Gita and Mash, but I think this is just another ploy. Wait, 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 wait. What if, what if, so I'm, I'm doing stuff that other people in the game have, they've hired me. Have you ever been hired to do kind of some odd jobs before? Oh, yeah. Like, you know, you know like. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay. I, I don't I'll... stick with them for very long, but, you know, people need stuff done, right? Yeah, sure. So that's the kind of person I am. Um, in this world, the people who show up, they want certain kinds of things and experiences. And I get paid, I do these jobs, to make kinds of experiences for people. Now, I think what you're saying to me is that forests are a really valuable experience to you. I'd love to become your client and take this up as a job to help you protect this forest. And maybe even make this forest more valuable and more interesting and more powerful than it currently is. Would that be something you'd like to do working together? I think I need some time to think about that, but I like, I like the concept. I just don't know if I can trust you. Is there something that you can do to wait? I trust him because I did that role. Right. I can vouch for him. So, we don't have to do this all at once, but I do have to make sure that you stay safe and that you're not noticed by others. If you need time to think, I can give you time to think. Um, now, this is going to take either a lot of work or a lot of trust, but I can have you use that book to make a new book so both you and I can have books. Um and if you want, you can take some time to think and we can meet up tomorrow or in a couple of days or however you want. But I'm encouraging you, you should stay very carefully. Try to not get make too much attention to yourself during those days while you think it over until we meet again. Does that sound good to you? I want to make the book now. Um, and also, can you make trees come out of other trees? Like, Yeah. Absolutely. That's a new thing you want. Trees that come out of trees, we can make that happen together. Uh, I can help work with you on how to be able to build those new kinds of things, such as whole new kinds of trees that have trees coming out of trees functionality if you want. But I'm going to need a book back in order to do that. 
And then, uh, but I will make sure that you all have your equally functioning power of books, if you would like. I will let Gita, or, or sorry, not this person doesn't know who Gita is. I will let the one who is currently holding the book be the one to make the books. And once you've seen that you can do that, if you trust me, you can hand me back a book. And if and only if you trust me, I realize that I'm at your, your mercy here. So my take on this is... I trust him because I did the role and I am highly literate and stuff. But otherwise, my take on this is we can't kill him. And we could just leave him frozen here. But if we work with him, then we could all get our own books. And we can expand the forest and MASH can... Uh, can do all kinds of animal husbandry and I can make all kinds of crafty things. So is that basically what you're saying to each one of them? Like we're all going to get something good out of this. Yeah. If that, we, if that, we go along with this, that that's my pitch to my teammates here. Yeah. It sounds pretty good. I, you know, I, I'm not exactly someone that's going to be able to, you know, hide and just let things happen though. Like, I feel like I really need to be mm -hmm. out here. Um, so I don't know if I can agree to that condition of his, but I'm willing to try the books at least. Yeah, I don't really get the hiding thing, but I want all the, the stuff. I want to make all the stuff. I got all, get all the stuff. Okay. Uh, so, uh, I'm assuming you're saying this effectively after you've basically huddled, you're saying this to him and including the yep. hiding thing. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so whether you hide or not, that is your choice. But I'm going to warn you, if anyone else sees you using those books, you will be, you could die very quickly and not in a way that involves fighting, just disappear. So oh. I, you will have to trust me, but this is something that can happen. Um, so you can even experiment with the books, but you can't let anyone else see you. Don't even let other goblins, definitely don't let other goblins take the book. That would be very bad. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, but if you're ready, um, I'm, I, we can, we can make more books now. Okay, I'm in. What do you guys think? I'm reluctantly in. Yeah, what more? Okay, so yeah. you can make the book. Now, what's going to happen here is that when you do this, um, so he basically describes all the steps to do it. And uh, it involves going into, you know, clicking this rectangle and then clicking other rectangles on the rectangle, some of them with pictures. Um, and then there's this one that, like, looks like it's a book and then pointing at another book. And then you can click that and you can just basically do that three times. But the problem is every time you make another book, it weakens the power of the other books. Like, it basically spreads out the power. So do you want to make three books, or do you all three want to share one book? Um, Mash would be trying to make as many books as possible. So that might require some restraint. I say let's not do that. Um, can we make more specialized books that don't... So make a specialized book for Mash that specifically deals with breeding and a specialized book for Wika that deals with, uh, like, 
plants in nature and then a specialized book for me so that we're kind of distributing the power as opposed to limiting so you can you could absolutely do that um and then are you so you could do that i mean gita you could even uh, so you could do that and then basically just hand back the fully powered book to him he's not going to complain about that um in fact i'll even compel you i'll give you one more point to suggest that and do it and then hand back the original book and then unintentionally give all three of you less powered books um, that are, can do cool things, but not all the cool things. Um, and uh, then basically he gets back the fully powered book, but he's not going to tell you that. Is that is that like a fair deal there? That seems wise. Well, my main concern is that MASH would make lots of books. Yeah, you, you could always just give MASH limited right. permissions, right? And give them to everybody. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. you could just give limited permissions to MASH. Okay, I won't give you a I point could, then, yeah. but you can basically do that. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, so I'm going to have you do a roll with uh, two to try to make more books. Or sorry, three to try to make one more book initially. And then once that you do that, you can make infinite amount of more books. So roll three, okay. take the best of three. Six. Okay, yes, you figure out how to do that. And in fact, automatically you just get the next thing. So basically he walks you through how to make the more books and also how to decrease the powers of these books as you hand them out. So you, mm -hmm. you can do that. Um, you hand him back a book and from that, uh, and I'm assuming you're turning on the other abilities that are not just speaking because he can't even interface yeah. with the book right now. Yeah. Okay. He breathes an enormous sigh of relief. He does not, he, true to his word, he does not try to attack you or anything and says, thank you. I'm actually honestly very excited and very scared about this moment. This could be really big and it can go really badly. What do you want to do next? Do you, you said you want time to think. Do you want to come back and meet not too long from now? Or what would you like to do? So do I, do I have a book in my hand? I kind of feel like we would all like to play with our books. Yeah, you all have books in your hand. You have heard his warning, whether or not you choose to heed it, about not letting anybody see you play with those books until you've figured out how to convince others to not be so scared of you. But uh, it's it's up to you whether, whether or not you'd like to say, let's meet in a couple more days um, and then choose to play with the books in the meanwhile or wait to play with the books until you meet him again. What would you like to do? Um, I feel like I'm pretty spontaneous. Um... And I'm I'm very torn. I hate technology, but at the same time, I know I can use it for my purposes. So I have to keep stopping myself from trying to smash the book. And if I lose control at any moment, I might actually succeed. <laughs> so so he makes a proposal. I'm going to give you the books. You can do whatever you want with them, but please don't let anybody see. And how about we meet? back here in this forest in the same spot in two days and that'll give you enough time to experiment and also to think what do you think i think that makes sense yeah cool cool okay that sounds great i'm all for it as well all right um so at that point he bids you farewell um also gives you a points at something in the book that shows a little picture of him in the book so that you can click on that and it'll allow you to say things to him even when he's not there. And uh, you now all get to do that for each other. You all now have pictures of each other in the book. 
And uh, I'm assuming you're going to let him add pictures of you in his book as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be yelling at him like every 30 seconds asking questions and things. <laughs> okay, great. Um, is that is that good with you too, Wika? Yeah, but I think I'm... Um, am I still kind of illiterate uh, given my expanded brain? Well, actually, given your expanded brain you're no longer hitting the reset thing. So literacy is now opening up to you in a way that it hasn't before, but it's new is effectively what's happening. Okay. Yeah, I, um, I, I put his, uh, his name in my book, um, but the things that I send to him are completely not able to be understood. <laughs> <laughs> okay, makes well sense. Um, you just send him a bunch of nonsense okay, all the time. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, did you have anything you wanted to say, Gita? Nope. I think, I think we all just want to play with things. All right. So actually at this point, we could choose to stop this session if we'd like, or we could choose to take a break and do a part two. It's entirely up to you on how you're feeling right now. We finished in about an hour and a half, which is, you know, but I still feel like we hit a good stopping point. Um, if you'd like, we could stop here either for a break or to decide, like, see whether or not we want to come back in a couple weeks or just decide that this is, was a good one-shot adventure and right here. Um, uh, and we could do wrap-up at this point. How, how are all three of you feeling as players sitting in front of your computers? I feel like we would probably get a bit more out of it if we ended for the day and then did another adventure later. That sounds perfect to me. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah. And maybe in the meantime, I could pester you with questions about, uh, yeah, like how, how, <laughs> how this works. <laughs> well, I'm just going to be sending garbage, so. <laughs> <laughs> right. So here you're, oh, wait, are you talking, now I'm confused. Are you talking about here as players or are you talking here as goblins? I don't understand the question. What are goblins, Chris? <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are goblins? Okay, that seems like a great place to wrap up. Okay, so we'll resume here in a couple weeks. So but as we as we end up right here, uh, I'd like to um, ask you all, uh, how did you find the game? What went well for you? What didn't go well? Uh, and also, are there any story details you'd like to add as we wrap up this session? Uh, so why don't actually we go in order, starting with Kate, the same way that we started out. So Kate, what went well for you? What what do you think could go better? And are there any story details you'd like to kind of wrap up with? Hmm. Um, let's see. So I think I think just like storytelling and and that sort of thing is just really foreign to me. Like I'm, I don't know. I'm used to being like very literal. So like doing kind of like the yes and um, kind of improv stuff. And uh, I don't know, coming up with characters is like I'm stretching a muscle that I just like haven't really used very much. Um, but I felt like it um, that was that was actually really fun to be able to I don't know, exercise that part of myself. Um, I feel like I my character is kind of a grumpy character and I don't know how to make her do things if she doesn't want to do them oh <laughs> trust me grumpy characters can be great like if you can channel your grumpiness 
as a way of moving forward. Like, just think about your grumpiness as a motivation to do things as opposed to just a hindrance. That's like a great... We've Morgan and I have played lots of grumpy characters, and they can sometimes be some of the most story-moving characters Mm -hmm. of all. And I think you actually did a great job in this session. Um, I know you said that this was new for you and that you're not used to kind of stretching your storytelling uh, uh, muscle, but... All of you did great, and I think you you did really well, Kate. Especially for the a person who is a first timer to role playing games. So so great work. Thanks. Um, I don't I don't think I have anything to add really, but I'll I'll try to be thinking of things. Okay. Um, and Morgan, uh, any any thoughts on what went well, what could go better, any story details you'd like to add? I am really happy with how things turned out with uh, with my character figuring out the interface. Because it could have gone really badly just pointing a thing, like holding it on my lap and selecting myself. (laughs) Yep, it it could have gone really badly, but uh, yeah, that's great. But Um, I'm glad with how that turned out, and then I'm really glad with the point at the goblin guy and point at the rat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was fun. I feel like that probably led us to a slightly quicker resolution than we would have gotten otherwise. Yeah. Um, Frankie, what about for you? This is your first time playing this RPG system, right? Uh, yeah, no, this this is extremely my jam. This has been super fun. Um, I feel like I'm probably will in between ask you more details about how goblin intelligence works, especially our goblin intelligence. Um, like, uh, and I, I had a little bit of difficulty because I think I I was maybe like leaning into the character too much being a bit method and just letting myself glaze over when you talked about things that i assumed i would be like my character was too stupid to understand so i was like maybe it's better if i the player don't understand either that was i appreciate that that you handicapped yourself no that was that was really good and in fact because of it you ended up with overflow points all of you ended up with more points than you started with uh, for the and those yeah. do roll over to the next session, so you can you can use those. Uh, but uh, that that was that was really good. I enjoyed how in character you got. That was a lot of fun. Oh, fantastic! Uh, also, uh, because I, I feel like with a, a sort of like uh, I guess like wild card character type who takes risks and things, uh, I'm liable to get us into really terrible situations and do things that are not good. So if it's something that you think would be like a TPK or that, you know, whatever, like, feel free to just manipulate, you know, mash however you want physically, like smack <laughs> him around or whatever. Like, I will take no offense. Just distract like, I'll probably you with try shiny to do things. things I know you don't want me to do. <laughs> Uh, exactly. It's noted, uh, though, I think today it was nothing but wonderful as in terms of advancing this story. Um, yeah, so yeah. I, I do have a question for you all. Uh, how long did it take into the story until you realized that you were in a simulation? Uh, for me, it was when I uh, pointed the the thing at the human character and it kind of like exchanged our, um, I don't know if it's like life points or hit points or whatever, but like the sliding scale of bars. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's basically gas, uh, but uh, good. Uh, I was wondering if that would be the moment where it was player recognition. Was that, was that the same for you, Kate and Frankie? Mm. So you mean like in terms of me or in terms of, of Wika? Uh, no, I'm thinking, talking about you as a player. Me as a just player. Just out of curiosity. Um, hmm. That's an interesting question. I feel like, um, <laughs> I feel like me as a player, um, like 
the so the fact that there was this interface that you could do things i don't know like there's um it could have just been magical right like i think that i think the simulation aspect uh didn't really occur to me i think i just thought there was a wizard that was had kind of like a technical bent or something that's funny yeah i i i was really curious because sometimes when you do these reveal things it's really unclear when it's going to be like, is this too obvious, or is it like, uh, like ah, I've I've hidden it way too well, um, but but that's great. Uh, I'm I, I I enjoy that as well. And what about you, Frankie? Just out of curiosity. Yeah, for me, I think it was when uh, what's his name, Milas, um, when he said that uh, shoot, he was like basically describing the uh, the, the tourism or like the MMO yeah. type of thing, not like the interface, but like the other players mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. So like when it became. I don't know, like that's what it, uh, also I, I didn't want to note it in the middle of the game, but uh, actually when we were writing out our character stuff for the concept, initially I wrote um, plays life like it's a simulation. <laughs> so that was yes, I, extremely exciting. I saw that exciting. you added that. I saw that you added it. And then when I said, I think this is especially true to your character. And then I saw that it was gone from your sheet. And I actually was like, wait a minute, it was there, right? And like the fact that it was there and that you had written plays the system like it's a simulation. It was just perfect. Just perfect. I'll replace my description then to update it so it's more accurate now. Okay, great. Well, um, assuming you all had sufficient amount of fun to enjoy this, uh, maybe we'll do it again sometime. And assuming we managed to get this up as an episode, uh, hopefully uh, anybody who's listening, uh, we'd be very curious to hear whether or not you enjoyed hearing an actual play, especially about the RPG system that we did previously. Foss and Crafts is released under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 4.0 International License. It's hosted by Morgan Lemmerweber and Christopher Lemmerweber. The intro music is composed by Christopher Lemmerweber, meaning myself, and Milky Tracker, and is released under the same license as the show. The outro music is Enchanted Tiki 86, composed by Alex Smith of The Cynic Project, and is waved into the public domain under CC0 1.0. See cynicmusic.com for more information. You can get in contact with us on the Fediverse, Foss and Crafts at octodon.social, on Twitter as at Foss and Crafts, or you can email us, podcast at fossandcrafts.org. We also have a chat room. Join our community, hash Foss and Crafts, on irc.freenode.net. If you'd like to support the show, you can donate at patreon.com forward slash C-W-E-B-B-E-R. That's it for this week. Until next time, stay free. And stay crafty. And I'm going to stop the recording now. Stop. Stop.